0: Welcome to a new edition of the Canadian Crew Podcast. I'm Jorge Castillo. Today we'll talk with Anne Immond director of the French-Canadian film Les Cetres Shares, or as known in English, Our Loved Ones. The drama follows the LeBlanc family, an archetypical Quebecois clan over a three-decade period. The main focus of the film is the eldest son, David, from whom the circumstances of his father's death are kept secret. We, the audience, know from the first frame his dad committed suicide. This particular event tarnishes David's rapport with his siblings and weighs heavily in his relationship with his daughter. I love Les Cedres' shares. It's a mature, low-key dissection of a family torn apart by depression. If in Javier Dolan movies, characters wear their emotions on their sleeves, in this film, feelings are less obvious, but run deep. I'm not the only one to dig less shares. The Toronto International Film Festival dimmed one of Canada's top 10 movies of 2015 and received glorious reviews from The Hollywood Reporter and Variety. It's certain to wonder why the film didn't get a theatrical release outside Quebec and select film festivals in Canada. One could venture it had to do with the difficult material and the presence of subtitles, but as Javier Dolan and Denis Villeneuve have proven, there is a market for dramas of this nature in the rest of the country, particularly for a movie as good as this one. I talked to Anne Monde about Lecetre's shares, distribution of woes, and her upcoming project, a film inspired by Nelly Arcan, like a co-writer who live hard and die young. Here's Anne. Annemont, welcome to the Canadian crew. Thank
1: you very much. Um,
0: first of all, I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoy your film, well, The Loved Ones, I believe, is in English.
1: It's Our Loved Ones in our English. Les êtres Chers. your Let's accent is sure. good. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs>
0: um, I, f- I, I really dig your film. It's, Thanks. Uh, I thought it had a lot of depth. It, it, it appealed to the intelligence of the audience. So before we start talking about that, I would like you to introduce the film. Yeah, like. sure. Uh,
1: for, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm happy to hear you. Uh, it's a movie about uh, I would say about a family. It's a, it, it takes place like in twenty five years almost, and it's um, it's it started in the seventies and it. it it ends in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and um, it's about mostly a father and, uh, and his daughter, uh, but we, it's, it's, a, it's a big, um, how do you say that, a saga in a way, can you say that? Like Definitely. we see a lot of characters, we, we see a, lot, a big family growing up together and going through drama and going through very beautiful moments either. So yeah, it's about life, family and life, I mm-hmm. would say.
0: Um, One of the elements I quite in, I'm not sure I enjoy <laughs> is the right word, but I quite like the fact that while the family is hit by depression both in the beginning and in the life of the protagonist, um, it's never, I, don't, I believe, it could be mistaken, but I don't think the word depression is ever mentioned in the film.
1: No, never.
0: That's an interesting approach. Can, yeah. can you can you tell yeah. me a little bit about
1: it? Yeah, it's it's a very good question. Uh, in fact, to me, it's a depression. You know, the, the movie is about about suicide. It's about the generation, the two generations in the family. They commit suicide uh, mm-hmm. in in each generation. First, the father and and the grandfather, and then the the father, mm-hmm. and. Um, to me i didn 't want to mention depression, you know because it 's not that clear what happened to those persons. I think when we, when we speak when we talk about uh, suicide in our society, we have a completely normal tendency to try to find precise reasons mm-hmm. you know maybe he got cancer and killed himself, maybe he was losing his wife, and maybe the house or the job. Or we're we always looking for reason f- to to explain this this finally inexplicable uh, gesture. You know. So, to me, of course, he's depressive probably. But uh, in the movie, we talk about melancholy. That's mm-hmm. what we that's what the young girl um, learn about. And I think it's the it's the better word to me because is it depression? A depression when you don't know it, when you don't name it, when you don't see a doctor, when you, like to me David is not a depressive man, he's just a very very sensible man and very melancholic man Mm -hmm. and he should get some help, uh, the the character, but he don't even know, he doesn't even know he's in a depression, like, and nobody knows around him also. So uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't want to name to to name
0: the depression and I think that actually causes an impact because the fact i the fact I remember the fa- the, the fact that depression is never yeah. mentioned it, something yeah. that kept kept me yeah kept going into my head and
1: it's it's another thing that why i didn't want to name it so precisely it 's because I realize how uh, how different our people are different are the public you know because now it's almost one year I'm traveling with the film and I'm showing it to the people and to through different film festivals and I have the chance to discuss with people after for the Q&A and during all the film we I never say what will happen to David and I never name it and I never explain anything in a way I just try to show this man who is who loves his family so much and who's like a great guy and mm-hmm. has everything to be happy in a way. And I give some clue. Well, we we give some clue in the film, mm-hmm. some l- subtle clue, but um, it's interesting because when people, some people at the end of the film are like kind of mad at me. They are just, why, why did he do it? And we, I didn't expect it. This at all, you know this um, this suicide from him.
0: It, pack, it packs a wallop. Like
1: well, it, it's it's interesting because for some people it's so it's such a big surprise, it's unbelievable and they are angry at me. And for other people, they knew it after 15 minutes. You know, they knew it when once they heard him tell to his wife, uh, you save me, and it's very very at the beginning of the film, Mm -hmm. some people could understand completely this character and knew he would finish like his father. So it's like, people are so different and I wanted to let them free to get it or not get it, or to be with David, like to understand him or to hate him in a way. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Your film has got great reviews, it has been yeah. shown in a number of festivals. It was picked as one of TIFF's top 10 of the year. Why more people haven't seen this film?
1: Uh, well, another big question. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love this film a lot. I'm, I'm proud of this film. And to me, it was a kind of... A, I thought it was a commercial film. You know, I, it, it was probably my most my work uh, the most like uh, easy to to love to me, mm-hmm. I, I, tell, I that's what I thought and that's what I wanted, you know, because it's such uh, an important uh, matter, you know, suicide, that I didn't want to make this obscure film that nobody would see, I wanted the people to see, I wanted the people to see this film. So, um, well, we, there isn't a lot I can do about that, the, f- the fact that People didn't see the film. It uh, it went out um, in Quebec. In a, it's it's been quite a um, confidential release. It was like for theaters for like maybe it, it's it's been two months mm-hmm. in the theater in Montreal, which is not bad. Like no, those days, all. it's not bad. It's like sometime after two weeks you don't see the film anymore. Um, but uh, the distributor chose to not release it in the rest of Canada, which is uh, sad mm-hmm. to me. Like I was sad about that, and uh, I never um, like I was shooting another film. My third film is already shot and done, right, and ready to to go out now. So I was quite busy, and mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, once I made a film, I don't want to. Well, I want to show it, but I don't want to fight. I want to fight for the next one. Right. Uh, that's how I am, and um, yeah. So the 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 film wasn't the the top ten. So you some people had a chance to to see it, but you have to really interested in to be interested in the in the movies. I think to go to the top ten and to to watch it. So I don't know. It's interesting because there is two things. I think first. Uh, theater are dying, <laughs> you know, like it's a, yes. I'm very sad, I, I say that, but I, I don't think, well, I, I cannot believe it will die completely, you know, I think there will be theater again, like in 100 years, because we'll, it's so good to go like in, oh, yeah. on the big screen. I think it, it will stay, but like, it, it will be like for precise films. So there's less and less theaters, less and less um, film that can get big release and everything. And also, um, I have the feeling that there's two, it's a delicate question, but there's Canada and there's Quebec, like Oh, it,
0: absolutely, there's, yeah, no, there's no question about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: there's not a lot of film traveling from, Cana- from the rest of Canada to Quebec, and it's the same on the other way around. So maybe my distributors just thought they, they won't be interested you mm-hmm. know maybe they, and it's quite a Quebec story you know it's like not even in a city it's uh, in a very small town near the Saint Lawrence river okay. so it's very local in a way but I don't agree with that you know it's not to me it's not a good reason because maybe it's local but it's a family everybody understands it's a family. Uh,
0: universal yeah. teams yeah, no? yeah to oh, me a- absolutely. Uh,
1: some people I was in a big festival in Mexico and they some people told me, oh, it's my family. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> it's your family in Mexico? It's strange because it's, it's in the winter in St. Lawrence River and everything. But everybody can um, relay, I think.
0: Well, there is a matter of subtitles, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not as problematic in Canada as it's in, as in the U.S. Yeah. But Canadians are more likely to see a movie with subtitles. However, there's, it creates an extra set of challenges that a film. No, in of
1: course, of course, yeah. People don't almost don't go to the theater like a, they don't go very often. So will they go to see this this, this French movie from an unknown um, filmmaker? I don't know. Like I wish my film had a big success. This one, I wish really. I I, I, I wanted it mm-hmm. to happen, but
0: as I say, as I said before, <laughs> right. I it's a great film. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, how do you. How do you get a film like Les Cetres shares? I'm just tempting, tempting my luck here. I'm going to mispronounce it at any <laughs> <moment>. <laughs> No, it's perfect. Um, gets, how, how movie like that get, gets made?
1: Hmm. How? You mean... Uh, how do how? you manage
0: to get this movie made? Because it looks great. Mm-hmm. The editing is sharp. The acting is across the board solid. Thank you. So, how do you put it all together?
1: Um, well, it's a lot it's a lot of work. It's been a long writing like really to me a good film is a good script. Like to me for some people they have like, like this 30 pages script and they just go and improvise and they are really good at that. I'm not that kind of director. I wrote, I write everything like every lines are rewrite a thousand times. like i'm very precise in the script so i wrote this film for maybe 3 years it's been very long and because i thought it was a complex well it's it's a simple st- structure but it's complex to show like in less than 2 hours 20 years in the life of person mm-hmm. you have to be at the good time at the good place with the good character all the time so it's been a long time to write and then um, what happened well we we got financing from of course of course from public uh, financing because we cannot do anything in culture in well not a lot of things like with making, private finance well yeah, not private public well p- private we didn't get we mm-hmm. didn't get some and um, you know making movies and or making television is expensive it's like yeah. expensive art so if we don't get public funding um, this kind of film could not, could not happen. you know you can do a small film with two persons talking uh, in a room. Mm-hmm. You can do that with no money, but with this kind of film it's not possible, so mm-hmm. we, we got uh, and, and I'm happy that we're in a country uh, that gets this public funding. Absolutely. Right? I hope we continue it, I think we are in a good, uh, a good government for that right now. I think it's important and I think it, it it 's good for um, anyone also you know it's, it's better better give money to that to than the oil or something i think it 's better for the world at, to finance art than other things and um, yeah, and then we we got the money and we worked hard. you know I had a good team and i I did a big casting mm-hmm. no casting was very long for me it 's always very long but we had to make this family, you know. So we we found the David first, and uh, and then we we made auditions with, I think maybe 40 young girls with the actors, uh, with da- with David, so we could see them together. And like the the cast, it was like four months, maybe mm-hmm. it was crazy. <laughs> like even the. We had the casting director with us and she said to me, wow, <laughs> I never saw that, <laughs> I never see that, like this kind of huge exercise. But uh, I think the producer, they are really good. It's uh, a the producer by uh, Xavier Doran. Mm-hmm. Spoke. And they are really good and they under- understood how important was the casting for this film.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now f- your female lead, the uh, teenage girl. Um,
1: yes, Carel Tremblay. Tremblay.
0: Yeah, right. She's terrific, she's, uh, yeah. she's quite a fine.
1: Yes, I love her a lot. She's so, to me, she's like 20 years old now. Mm-hmm. And she's, she was 18 when we shot the film. And I think it's a real actress. You know, at this age, you never know. She can be just lucky, like, you know, close to the character. But she's, in real life, so different mm-hmm. from this character. You would never recognize her. Everybody who meets the, who meet the girl after they saw the film are just, oh. Oh my God! It's not like she's so. Um, I don't know how to say that. She listens to hip hop and she's really. <laughs> like a, she's not melancholic. A, or not at <laughs> all. No. But, well, maybe she. She. She's a profound. Can okay. you say that? Profound yeah. young awesome. girl, like she's sensitive and everything, but she's so different. It's. Funny. I think she's a real actress. Yeah.
0: That's terrific. No. Well, do you consider, um, well, what, what casting? i um, as I said, as I previously stated. Uh, your actors are solid. Uh, they, they, they get a, they get across the complexity of the characters. But did you consider maybe get a more of a marquee name just for commercial purposes, solid? Uh, what Key? a marquee name, so uh, well, a better oh. known name.
1: Well, yeah, I did. I did consider. Uh, well, do in a way we don't have like. I wanted to shoot the film in French first, yeah. it was important to me. Uh, I wrote the script in French and it's such, to me, a Quebec story, you know. I wanted to shoot this film in s- in, the, in a small town in Quebec and everything. So to me, it was, of course, uh, an actor, an actress from Quebec. And um, so is there really like stars? in in Quebec. Well,
0: Maxime Godet, I mean, people are fairly familiar with them.
1: People know them and to me it was not important, you know, I I saw a lot of people not really well known, I saw people well known and I chose the, we chose together the the best, well for us, that worked best for us. Mm -hmm. but. but, yeah, f- maybe for m- next films, you know, this movie was so personal and was so important to me. I didn't want to cast, like, a n- not so good actor to, to play the, the, those characters, even if they were stars or something. And to me, it, it doesn't, like, which actor would make a difference in Quebec for, like, the rest of the world? There's not... Fair, fair no, enough, like, we don't have champagne, we don't have like Scarlett Johansson. We, I, I will shoot this film in French anyway, and it's not it's not a French from France, you know. We we won't take a big star. So to me, at this point, it wasn't important. Right. Yeah.
0: That's great. Do uh, you have a you have film done already? Yeah. That's correct. Uh, what can you uh, tell me about Nelly?
1: Oh, you know the title?
0: <laughs> it was in IMDb, yeah. it it IMDb, it wasn't that oh. much of a research. It makes me nervous.
1: Uh, well, it's another um, quite interesting <laughs> subject, I think. Uh, it's about Nelly Arcand, which is a real uh, writer. She She was very, very well known. In the year 2000, in uh, Montreal and Quebec, and also in France, because she released four novels, but she released them in the biggest uh, French um, edition uh, house. Mm-hmm. Edition house? How do you call it? Uh, publisher. Yeah. Publisher. Yeah. On the bi- Sorry. The the biggest publisher in in France, uh, which is Les Editions du Seuil. It's very very important. So she's been like this literature star, and uh, she also been a prostitute, and she wrote about that, and she also been kind of uh, alcoholic, uh, cocaine and everything. She she has this really wild uh, life, mm-hmm. but on the other side was uh, one of the most um, exciting writer for. For many, many years, you know, and and really, she she got the biggest prize in France and everything. So and and she also killed herself in two thousand nine. She was thirty six years old after a very very crazy life. You know, she published a very big successful book and she she had crazy love story and she oh she was uh, which is interesting. She was also very um, everything on her was false. You know, she had. Big fake boobs. She was blonde. She had the big lips, uh, buttocks, mm-hmm. lips, and everything. So she 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 was really strange looking, you know, like kind of pretty but Barbie girl. Right. But but one of the most bright writer in 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 the world at this time to me, and if, and to a lot of people, she was really good. So it was like this <laughs> kind of schizophrenic person, and uh, and and yeah, I wrote a film about his life, her life, his life, her life, no, her life thank you, and uh, the books, and, um, but it's not a biography, it's not a biopic, okay. it's like, uh, I don't know what is it exactly, but it's, it's a puzzle about her life, which was a puzzle to me, so the, the, the I think the movie respect the um, completely craziness of the character, yeah.
0: Uh, who do you get to play this role? Uh,
1: she's perfect, she's uh, Milan Mackay, she's not really well known, she's 26 years old, very young and brave and uh, smart actress. She was in the, I don't know, maybe you saw it at TIFF, uh, Endorphin by André Turpin, maybe you... Kn- I
0: missed, no, I missed it because okay. I, I had it, I painted it to see it and I did made it, but okay. well, that's not fair, not It's, okay, it's a great
1: film and she, she had a, a, an interesting part in that film and no, she's also, she's also a dancer in real life. She's a beautiful woman and she's strong and yeah, and she was brave because this film, like she, she does a lot of things, you know, she, um, how I wrote the script, it's like there is five Nelly, you know, mm-hmm. there is the, the, the prostitute, there is the writer, the lover, like, and she plays all those characters, and she's completely physically different. Like okay. she took weight, she 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 changed her hair. She, she like, you almost doesn't re- recognize her mm-hmm. in every different uh, characters. So yeah, it's been a great uh, adventure. <laughs> I noticed that you
0: you write and direct your films. Yeah. Do you imagine yourself directing something that is not? By you or you just, you just wouldn't be interested
1: well i it's it's an interesting question too um, it's funny because uh, I never had to think about that before because nobody like offered me anything but now since like three months uh, I have more time and I received like five uh, scripts from from different people and some of them are, well, most of them are really good and interesting but i finally say no all the time not because it's not interesting i i <laughs> when i make a movie to me it's like so painful in a way you know it's so long and so i'm, a, I'm an ex- anxious person so i put like all i drink a lot when i do <laughs> a movie i don't sleep i like you know i have a bad bad Life, because it makes me so nervous. So and I'm always, I always finish to say no because I'm like, oh no, it will be so hard, and it, it's not even my story that I have to tell. Until now, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. But um, but I still would be interested to mm-hmm. to direct. I think, like I didn't find a good script, mm-hmm. maybe.
0: Three movie scene doesn't make it any easier. Does it get any easier?
1: No. That, that uh, My mother asked me that, <laughs> the same oh. question. <laughs> and my <laughs> boyfriend right. too. And they, they, they say, sleep and like, take it easy. But until now, no, I, I don't know why. I, mean, it, I'm, it's, I think it's a personal thing, I'm nervous. I, w- I would do anything else, I would be nervous. Mm-hmm. Another job would make me nervous, but yeah.
0: Oh, good. Well, Animon, thank you for the Canadian Crew. I look like a crazy Canadian person. Crew. <laughs> thank <laughs> do you not, do not. Thank you so much. Thanks. Our thanks to Animand. Les Etres Shares is available for rent or purchase via iTunes. I'm Jorge Castillo. Thanks for listening to the Canadian Crew podcast. You can reach us on Twitter at The Can Crew, on Facebook at The Canadian Crew page, or write us to The Canadian Crew email, all one word, on Gmail. Until next time.